0: Warning This episode contains spoilers for Avengers Endgame. Hey, welcome everybody to the Nerdy Rat episode thirty four. It is the seventh of May. yeah, And we have a lot to talk about.
1: We do. And we're actually doing podcasts semi frequently again. So good <laughs> for us. We're Yay! trying to. Anyways, yeah. That's the plan. That's uh, the plan.
0: But we don't make a lot of money off this, so
1: like no money. But anyway <laughs>
0: <laughs> So we let's start, let's get the sad news out of the way. We lost a couple of our babies. Yeah. Squeaks past uh yeah, she first. had
1: she had cancer, just like all of her sisters ended up. Yeah, having. they
0: must have had a proclivity to tumors because we all of them that passed they had some sort of tumor somewhere on mm-hmm. their body that made it so we had to put them down. Because and it
1: wasn't mammary because we had gotten them all spayed, so like clearly well, cancer like just was genetic. This in one their was family. like a
0: lung tumor, wasn't it? No, or no,
1: this was the bladder tumor. She had a oh, bladder so we tumor. squeaks had the bladder remember? tumor. That's
0: right. Because she started, yeah, so we no- I noticed that she had pee. On her that she hadn't cleaned up, and uh, it which was which is
1: not a good sign for rats. Yeah, and it was like gritty too. Happen. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Uh, so I was worried she might have like some sort of like kidney stones or something. Mm-hmm. But our Dr. Foster said that's a really bad sign when they pee on themselves and don't clean it up. And yeah, uh, so we took her in, and sh- and Dr. Foster was able to feel the tumor, so we had yeah. her put down because she couldn't. She, she, she said she it was, was just
1: gonna get worse and become incredibly painful for her. Yeah. And so it was it was time to put her down. And it's hard because um she I could tell Squeaks wasn't feeling good, so we did give her Medicam, which is a pain um, killer, It's a it's an anti-inflammatory because because we noticed it on like a Friday so we couldn't get her into the vet until Monday. Um, mm-hmm. And I could tell that the medicam did help her a little bit, but it's always hard when it's like her personality wasn't gone and like she still seemed so very much herself. But it really was time, and we had to let yeah, her go. We didn't, want, we didn't her want, her want her to suffer. suffer. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm.
0: the, that's the big concern. Yeah. And then we lost Toro. Toro had been sick <gasps> for a little bit. He My had CRD, chronic <laughs> respiratory disease. disease. Yeah, which
1: is what Five had, and Fiva lived, like, six months. But Toro was three years old. So and we
0: were trying to manage it. He was an old man. He was on daily medication for it that mm-hmm. Dr. Foster had given us.
1: Yeah, but I think it was just, like he was an old man and it was like, he was time. over three years old. He was over three. Yeah.
0: And, and it was kind of like one day he seemed fine. And then the next day he was just like, not. Yeah. So what fine. happened
1: was like, I've been trying to snuggle him like every day just because I knew he was old and it, you know, I could lose them anytime. And so that night before I had had, was playing with him up in bed and he was like crawling around just like he loves to do. And he was licking my feet like he loves to do. And, you know, he seemed like really good and in a in a good place, healthy and energetic. And then the next morning when I went to feed him, um, he was like almost completely lethargic. He was like moving his head like he couldn't really breathe and he just wasn't interested in breakfast. And like his whole demeanor was changed and I was like, oh, my God, we have to let him go. So yeah,
0: I think it was getting to the point, too, where he was just like... Kinda having a tough time breathing all the time. He would just kind of like sit over the edge and just kind of try and
1: well, just that feel morning. Better. Yeah, just that morning. And so Dr. Foster said when she examined him, you said that she felt he couldn't really compress his lungs anymore.
0: Yeah, she said his lungs weren't compressible because yeah. probably too much scar tissue at that From point. From the CRD,
1: yeah. Yeah. So my baby, that that's been a hard one on me. He has been the hardest one to lose.
0: Yeah, we kind of we knew it was going to be hard when. When we yeah, lost them. And I
1: knew. And I knew, but it's like. And
0: we thought about doing an episode close to that time, but I think it was just too sad.
1: It's only been two weeks since we lost him, too. So it just still has been mm. really, really hard on me. Like, I just, like, I, I cry so much every time we lose a rat, but, like, Toro just is like a giant hole ripped out of me, you know? Mm-hmm. And in some ways, I'm surprised that I'm able to let go emotionally of the other ones or you know but mm-hmm. but i don't know what it is just it's hard well he was, he
0: was you were he very was close my with baby. him yeah
1: mm-hmm. he loved me it's like he picked me to be his favorite person in the whole wide universe mm-hmm.
0: and so after that we uh
1: that night i got on pet finder yeah because i needed another rat to fill the giant hole in my heart And fortunately, as luck would have it, the Humane Rescue Alliance of DC had a single boy who was all by himself. He's about 18 months old and his name is Pettigrew, which did annoy me a little bit because Pettigrew was a rat in Harry Potter, but he was a villain rat, so I didn't like that he was (laughs) named after a villain. But he is the sweetest little boy, so I went down the very next day and got him.
0: So there's a rat in Harry Potter that's a villain. Yeah. How is he a villain? Well,
1: I think really he was a human, but he got turned into a rat and he Uh somehow got, um, what's his name Voldemort, like resurrected. Oh, okay. he did something to like. He was one of Voldemort's followers. And so he, he's
0: he's not a hero rat. No,
1: anything. not at all. Oh. He's like evil. He's like completely evil, and he resurrects Voldemort.
0: Oh, okay, it was Voldemort? Voldemort was a really bad guy. He was like something?
1: the he was like the supervillain.
0: Yeah, so. I just never knew it. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I have I, to I be a
1: hundred percent honest. I read the first three Harry Potter books, and the fourth one. It just was, like, too evil and dark, and I had to stop reading them. And I'm glad I did, because then it became, like, Game of Thrones with, like, all your favorite characters dying.
0: Well, so- I- I watched like the first couple of movies and then uh, yeah. I had I don't know I never really had that much interest in it to begin with and yeah. I think it was kind of like my friends watched it and yeah like uh, okay yeah we'll but, I'll watch this.
1: But let me make a confession I adore Harry Potter fan fiction. <laughs> oh
0: no. <laughs> That's
1: how I actually know so much about it because I love the fan fiction and like you know in the fan fiction it's all set like in the future after the war well some of it's set during the war it just depends there's a wide variety of course and like you know all all sorts of different characters are shipped together and it's just like Lots of fun. Well, that's so. I love the fan fiction, <laughs> but anyway, Petty grew was the villain. That, that's what we're coming to.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, we were going. We were thinking about changing it, but uh, that's just kind of his name. So He knew his name too, <laughs> yeah. and
1: he's already so old. He's like 18 months old. So you know, when I went to go get him at the shelter, when I called him, he's like, "Oh, hello," mm-hmm. and he like knew his name and he knows his name and responds to it. So I'm not going to yeah.
0: change it. We can call him Petty. Yeah. Like Tom Petty.
1: Exactly. Like Tom Petty. So. Mm-hmm.
0: And so the next story that we want to talk about is uh, we we were going to get three rats because...
1: From a different shelter.
0: From a different shelter that I wanted to get Which some rats for my birthday. And so so the story behind them, we, we ended up not getting them is, is the spoiler, but... Uh, <laughs>
1: Yeah, they so, were available on Pet Finder. Matt had called the shelter. We went down there to look at the rats. Yeah,
0: they had been on Pet Finder for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a trio I called them boys. to make sure that they were still available, and they told me they were. So we right. went down there, and we get there. We tell them we're interested yeah, in the three tell, rats. Yeah, we tell them we're there about the three rats. So they say, okay. Come on back go, and look go, at them. Go back through this maze and find them. and yeah. then. So we go find them. We're talking to the lady who works back there. They're very sweet boys. Um, All three of them are clearly very bonded. They're And they came from a hoarding
1: situation, and they'd been in the shelter for two months. Yeah, apparently they had
0: a a lot of... uh,
1: Yeah, originally they had a lot, but these three had been together for two months in the shelter. And they were only, what, like four to six months old, maybe? Six months old, maybe.
0: I thought they were like more like eight to nine. Oh, you're right. They were. They were like eight to nine months. They were. So they were. They were older. And
1: they had been bonded their whole lives.
0: Yeah, and they were. I want to emphasize that. And And there were
1: only three left in the shelter, and they were together.
0: So I was like, great, I'll take all three. So they're like, yeah, go fill out the paperwork up front, and you know, I'll bring them up in your carrier. So we go up front, and we fill out the paperwork, and we're we're getting ready. And then the the guy who was doing the paperwork comes up and goes, there's a hole on one of them.
1: Yeah. Now, okay, I freaked out. (laughs) And Matt had to calm me down. The reason why I freaked out is not just because of their poor administrative procedure. I wouldn't have necessarily, I would have been annoyed, but I wouldn't have freaked out. But I freaked out because I'm like, you can't just adopt out a single rat out of a bonded trio. I'm like, what? What are you thinking? I'm like, yeah, he just
0: they can't. they. And to clarify, they said, well, there's a hold on one of them. Do you still want to adopt the other two? Right. And I was, and and that's where you were kind of like, well, you shouldn't. That's you, right. You shouldn't I was, adopt one out by themselves. What? Where's exactly. The, where's the one rat going to go to? Exactly. And I was like, well, can you call them right. and see if they're still planning on. On getting them, and they go, oh, ra- they're here, right. and they were standing right there, like they had just come in, I guess, and we're starting to fill out paperwork and stuff,
1: right? So, so um, you know, so you
0: calm down, and then you ask permission <laughs> to go over and, and well, talk I didn't, to them. Okay,
1: I didn't ask. The staff permission Because I was done with the staff at that point I'm like y'all, in my head I didn't curse the staff out or anything But in my head I'm like y'all are idiots And you're contributing to the well Miss welfare it was, of the It was
0: managed poorly And and the thing I think that was also upsetting Was there was another woman that was there Who was in, kitten, this, in the same situation right? Because she had come there to adopt a kitten Which and then, she had
1: seen online And they had sh- already taken her back And let her play with the kitten Yeah
0: and she had bonded with it and and then they tell her that there's a hold on that cat as well.
1: Right. So that's a whole that's a whole issue in and of itself. And because think, how can you not look up which animals have holds on them when someone comes in saying, I want to look at this animal? Like, yeah. you should tell people and not yeah, show when them animals comes that in, have holds on them. somebody
0: comes in who's already researched right. it online and knows which animal they're right. there to see, you should at least... Like before they go and spend a whole bunch right. of time getting attached to them, let them know, hey, right.
1: there's a hold. There's a
0: hold. Do you still want or to like see them? Or like, even
1: if someone just came in and said, "I'm looking for a cat," they should print out a list and be like, "These cats have holds on them and are already spoken for, so don't interact and bond with those cats."
0: Or just be aware yeah, that you may that not you be able to get them. Right,
1: that you can't get those cats. But my main issue was not—I mean, to me, that's like a whole separate issue that there was the hold and they didn't tell us about it. What really was upsetting me was that they were going to break up a bonded trio. And even if they had been adopting a single rat out from the trio, that and, and there was another rat already at the home for them to to meet and play with, that's still way too stressful and you shouldn't do that because well, now I, you have hold on, let me finish. Now you have a rat in a trio that is being separated from its trio. It's going to have to be housed separately until it meets this other rat and has the intros going on. And then it might not even get along with that rat. So it's just like stress upon stress upon stress Mm, upon stress. So you just shouldn't break up a bonded trio. But these particular adopters didn't even have any other rats at home. Yeah. So and, yeah, yeah so, <laughs> and
0: I I kind of understand the situation where you have one rat at home that spy themselves and you need to get another one to to bring right. in but, but, but in an case, unneutered male is not the best exactly. one to be bringing in because you've got a bring them home you got to get them neutered first i mean
1: exactly that's the other issue they weren't neutered so new neut- unneutered males are very aggressive towards strangers frequently not always but frequently aggressive yeah. we tried
0: and doing interest with petty and and he yeah was, he just was isn't ready yet
1: because he hadn't been neutered at that point and yeah. and just my point is too like yes it's great to adopt a single rat but either adopt one out of a large group or adopt a single rat for a single mm-hmm. rat. Don't break up a trio. That's so psychologically damaging to the rats and emotionally damaging. So,
0: so you went and so you. So anyway, yes, used I
1: didn't. <laughs> I bypassed the staff. Met met the. So thought I asked permission. Ha ha ha. No. Well, I you did. asked them permission. if you I asked could speak the family. Yes, yeah. I calm myself down because it's not the family's fault. The fault is with the shelter for for being willing to break up a trio in the first place. Like. Anyway, so, yes, I calmed myself down, and I nicely asked if I could talk to them, and I just explained that rats do better together, and actually, the, the mom who was adopting it knew that, and she said, yeah, I knew that, but I wasn't sure if we could handle three rats, and so I convinced her rightfully I wasn't lying that three is really not much harder than two because yeah. if you're going to have two three it's not that much more food it's not that much more cage space yeah, and it's, it's they overall were all
0: better to have yeah three. And, and so th-
1: her rationale the mom's rationale was that they didn't want to just adopt two and leave one by himself in the shelter so they thought they just adopt one but I actually talked them into adopting all three yeah. and and they were actually really cool and they should the mom had owned rats as a kid and they, they showed us a picture of their cage and was like Asking us, is this cage big enough for three? And it was, which is great because it was a ferret cage. Um, and so I'm really happy that they took all three of them. Yeah, I'm and disgusted w- with the shelter, but I'm happy that and this we, family and took and all three of together. And we sponsored their the other adopting. We, did, we the didn't other have two. to say that, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. we did because I talked them into. <laughs> I I wanted to because I I talked them into adopting two more rats than they were planning on. Yeah. <laughs> so I just yeah. Well, but well I
0: feel I felt bad that we like I was sad that we didn't get them, but I I think they went to a good home. So yeah, overall, and like they I was ha- happy with how it worked. Exactly.
1: Out. I'm just so happy that all three of them stayed together and like there was there was the girl in the family who's like main pets they were going to be the teenagers. she was like so excited to get them and i could tell she was going to be like an awesome rat mom and mm-hmm. like her human mom had clearly had experience with rats and had grown up with rats so i mean i'm really happy that they stayed together but yeah. I do need to write a letter to this particular shelter because... And our rat coordinator for our rescue was horrified yeah. that they were going to split up a trio. Like, she was just like, that's just so cruel. Like, you don't do that to rats. Like, mm, it just makes me angry.
0: Yeah. And to be fair, th- I we don't know what they would have let them do because they were still...
1: Okay. To them. You have a much more generous spirit than I do. Yeah. I yeah. know I can be a catty judgmental bee, but I, I I felt my impression was that they were gonna let it happen. That the counselor was gonna suggest that they try to take all three, but she was not gonna force them to. Yeah,
0: but just to be fair, we didn't we don't know what what was gonna happen. So
1: so Matt has a generous heart and I don't, but my feeling is I'm going to write them a strongly worded letter <laughs> telling no, them they fine. need to change that's their rat policy, their rat adoption policy yeah. that they're not contributing to the welfare of the rats and their care and mm-hmm. that they're actually causing harm if this is the policy that they follow. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: So, and, and also
1: not to mention the administrative policy because that lady with the kitten i don't know what worked out with her but she was heartbroken yeah that, i mean that matt bothered. was disappointed but this lady was heartbroken like and she it, wanted this kitten it, so desperately i think that
0: bothered me more the fact yeah. that they th- yeah you can go there ask about a specific animal right take him back to see the animal spend time with it bond and with the, it right and then you you spend like an hour there and then they go, oh, it's got a hold on it. You can't have it. Right. And it's like, well Like.
1: Why that's psychologically cruel to the humans.
0: Yeah, like, let me know which animals you have that aren't, like, right. waiting for like, somebody to come pick them hard. up. It is not hard.
1: It is not hard. So, yeah. anyway, yeah, I, I'm a little disgusted with this particular shelter, which was a completely different shelter from where I got Pettigrew. The Pettigrew yeah. shelter was amazing. That was the Humane Rescue Alliance of DC, the amazing shelter. They don't do holds at that shelter. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, they, Yeah, that
0: shelter said that it's first come, first serve, yeah. which I think is. Yeah, they better. said we
1: absolutely do don't do holds they said we understand you want to adopt them so just come in they said we don't get a lot of people wanting to adopt rats so you'll probably get them but we don't do holds so you have to come in and get them and we can't hold them for you yeah that's yeah which makes perfect sense you know
0: which i thought was going to be the situation with these three but wasn't so. and
1: actually when i was down at humane rescue alliance they had someone who had already adopted the dog, but they do the spay and neuter there, they actually don't put a hold on it. They actually make somebody pay the fee and do all the paperwork and everything to adopt the dog first and then they do the spay and neuter so they they don't let them take the dog home until they're done with the spay and neuter but they actually complete the whole adoption which i think is great because it's not like putting a hold on it and like oh maybe the person's not going to come back and finish the adoption it's like no they have already finished the actual adoption and now it's like they're caring for it with their own vet to do the spay and neuter before they send them home
0: yeah i yeah i've i've A lot of shelters are that way, too.
1: Yeah, and I think that makes a lot more sense because the thing is, with a hold, you have no idea if somebody is going to come back for it or not. And, you know. And,
0: well, so also we... Because we didn't get those three, we were able to take in two new fosters.
1: Oh, yeah, we did just from our own rescue. Now, and Matt's the, not thinking of adopting these, I don't think, because they're older boys and he was kind of hoping for some babies. I'll never say never. but I know. Never say never. But. They're, they're
0: very sweet. There's one's a pink eyed white and the other one's hooded. Uh-huh. Um, their names are.
1: Oh, something weird. Octavian. and
0: Octavian. Uh, and.
1: What's that other one? I keep forgetting the other one.
0: It's like a like a Renaissance name. I know. Something. They're like
1: Shakespeare names or something octavian and i don't know we'll have to look up the other one's name yeah, again I, I keep forgetting I it. i don't remember yeah
0: i want to say celeste but it's it's something else it's oh more,
1: you oh know. you're close yeah you're close but i can't remember what it is
0: it's like uh yeah othello or something yeah but it's like.
1: not like one is the o name and the other one. cicero cicero. Is it cicero yeah i think it was yeah cicero, cicero and would. octavian yeah.
0: yeah. Weird names. So. Yeah. But they're very sweet little boys. They and are. They and are whoever sweet Whoever adopts them will be happy. Mm-hmm. They're very. Yeah. They, they were a little skittish. Apparently they had stayed with. Uh, well, maybe don't give all the details. They had. S- their been most given frequent up by
1: caregiver the... wasn't comfortable interacting with them. Let's yeah, just say that. They they, they had been yeah.
0: given up to another family member who had them for a month and wasn't really interested in rats and didn't interact wasn't with them Wasn't comfortable much. interacting with them. Yeah. So, yeah. So we got. And they're very sweet. They, I've played with them several times and they're, mm-hmm. they're not bitey I was told that one of them bit but I've, I've not had either of them even try to nip me so yeah. I think it might have been a handling issue more than the rat is bitey
1: yeah exactly and the, the shelter, our rescue is getting them neutered this week so they'll, yep. so they'll, they'll be calm down they'll be ready
0: to be adopted, adopted like in a within a week or, a week two. or two Yeah. alright so uh, let's do some local animal news
1: yeah, there was some really cool stuff going on. And coincidentally, it was with the Humane Rescue Alliance where I got group from. Oh, I really? guess it's not a coincidence because I followed them on Facebook. <laughs> so then I was <laughs> getting little updates on them. Aww. But I actually, I realized Humane Rescue Alliance, I guess, works with the DC Animal Control. So they're like partnered up with them. Yeah. Um, So there was one story that I thought was really neat. It was um, there were some baby squirrels inside a telephone box. It was like a nest that was inside a utility box. And they found it because they had to do like, I guess the phone company had to do some work on the lines. So they called animal control and the officers were so sweet. They like set up a temporary nest nearby and moved all the babies into it so that they could do the work and then the mom squirrel was able to easily find her babies and then she carried them to their new nest oh and they had a cute little video that the um animal control officers took on their phones i guess of her um carrying the baby
0: yeah she like she like jumps on she's like carrying a baby and she like jumps on on the line yeah. And she almost like like falls and then she's like, oh no. And then she yeah, pulls she, herself back up.
1: And... Yeah. And apparently she just was very good mommy and she took every single baby to her new nest. Oh, yeah. That's and good. so that was good. And then something else I saw that was kind of cool as far as like DC animal news is that there's been a lot of wild turkey sightings <laughs> in um, DC. And people have been calling animal control because they think. They're like, I don't know, like domestic turkeys or farm animals that got out or something. Yeah. And it's just that, you know, in Maryland and D.C., there used to be a lot of native wild turkeys. And there's not as many anymore. But apparently they're cropping up in the neighborhood and people are seeing them.
0: Yeah. I saw uh, like some sort of vulture at the 7 Yeah. The other day. But, yeah, it, it's funny, too. In Tampa, there's roosters in downtown Ybor City. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently. They, and Now, are I, they
1: native or are they something that got loose?
0: I think they're native. I, I think they've been there for, like, hundreds of years. And oh, okay. Uh, there's some story or something about the roosters. I think they were maybe from a ship or something. But they've oh, apparently been. Like um, they've been surviving. They've been there for a long time. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then on the topic of squirrels, too, um, I saw a cute little video about um, in Crimea. um, There were some orphaned baby squirrels and they put them with a mother cat and her kittens. And at first, the squirrels, of course, were scared of the cat and the cat was kind of freaked out by the squirrels. But the mother cat ended up adopting the squirrels and and on the video, it's really cute. You can see like the squirrels like nursing and she's grooming the squirrels and she's got little kittens there.
0: I've seen stories of that before. um, I think like on YouTube or something. And I've seen I saw one where there was a a squirrel that was raised by cats and it would actually purr.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I believe that because kitten um, like copies my little cooing noises that I make over him. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Which I is could... funny,
1: like the other day we were sitting there and he was sitting in the window and he started doing like my little coos. And Aww. I was like, oh,
0: <laughs> right here I looked it up. The The wild chicken population that lives in Ybor City are direct descendants of the chickens that lived in the backyards of the neighborhood's earliest residents over 100 years ago.
1: Oh, OK. So they've just kind of gotten loose and continued to survive in the wild. Yeah,
0: it was so weird because like we were just driving downtown and I just see like a bunch of chickens sitting on top of like yeah. a dumpster. I'm like. That's crazy. I was like, now, is that chickens? And my mom's like, Oh yeah, they've been they've been there forever.
1: Oh, that's funny. Now see, that's interesting because those were like um livestock chickens that I guess were not originally native to North America, but that were brought over by the Europeans, it sounds like.
0: Yeah, probably. Uh,
1: and then they got loose. And then the turkeys in Maryland are actually native turkeys. Like they actually live here in mm-hmm. this country, which oh, is yeah. weird to me. I mean, I guess it's weird. It's not weird probably to the native people who were indigenous here but i guess to us in this day and age it's kind of weird well yeah
0: seeing like something like a wild turkey like yeah on in a parking lot is weird because we don't you're not yeah. used to seeing animals in cities
1: well yeah and these turkeys have been like showing up in downtown dc so <laughs> i could totally understand why yeah. people are like well what so yeah. Anyway, that's our local animal news. We'll post the little video links and stuff. I'm kind of behind on show notes, but I will try to update the last several episodes and yeah, get these I've, links up for you. I've been just
0: kind of shortcutting the show show notes the past couple of episodes.
1: Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> At least we got the podcast up. You all yeah. know we're kind of slow and behind these days, but I will try. I will try diligently this week to do all the show notes so we can okay. get the links up for everything. Yep.
0: And uh, so let's move on to the nerdy section. We yes. have a and lot as to talk about. Matt
1: said this is going to have tons of spoilers for Endgame. Yeah. So if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame, definitely hit pause and go see it. Don't spoil it for I yourself. Mean,
0: it's been two and a half weeks. Yes, yeah, so, so we can so assume people the spoiler have seen it. embargo has ended. So if you <laughs> haven't seen it at this point, um, you've been fairly warned. You've uh, you probably don't care, anyways. Also so,
1: spoilers for Shazam but we'll get to that in a yeah, little we'll do bit that I after. don't think people are gonna mind that as much yeah.
0: I thought the cool the coolest thing about endgame for me was the rat
1: yes especially as rat owners and doing the nerdy rat podcast yeah. the rat totally saved the so universe I
0: saw somebody did somebody did a poster of the rat too oh really I, I don't know where I don't remember where I saw it, but they did a picture of the rat with like the Avengers
1: oh that's awesome yeah
0: it was really cool. Yeah.
1: And I read an article with the Russo brothers and they said, yeah, the rat definitely saved the universe. They said, if not for him, then they would not have been able to save the universe yeah, because they, they needed Ant-Man to come up with the time travel theory. Yeah.
0: And I was wondering how Ant-Man was going to get out because I saw him in the trailers. And then yeah, I remember from the end of Ant-Man and Wasp that he was waiting for them to pull, pull,
1: pull, him, pull out him out. of out, the, and, Yeah. Then and then, then he, they dissolved. Yeah. yeah.
0: And uh,
1: I I have to say that was pretty freaking awesome that the rat saves the day.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, there was a lot of unexpected stuff in this movie that I really did not. uh,
1: Yeah, I uh, was very curious how they were going to manage to save the universe. And I have to say, it wasn't exactly what I was expecting. Like, in some ways, the solution was a little simpler. Than I thought it would be. Thought like it would be it's... more
0: convoluted. Than... Yeah,
1: I thought it would be like a lot more convoluted than just oh, let's go back in time and well, steal the when, Infinity Stones. When I
0: when I heard that it was gonna, or when we realized it's gonna be time travel, which yeah, I I feel like I knew that going into the movie, but like I was worried that it was gonna be this really convoluted weird plot where they undo everything. But I I liked it. I let's let's talk about. Uh, the main, uh Tony Stark, who's like really the focus of the movie, mm-hmm. you know, I really liked his arc in this movie. I like that him and Pepper had the kid and, you know, he had like a really good life after five years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You
0: know, and, and he really did not want to,
1: to lose, to his...
0: revisit that because he didn't want, yeah, he, he didn't yeah. want to lose
1: what he had built his, for himself. his,
0: his, you know, his life with his, his wife and his kid. Yeah, And that really made the ending even that much more powerful. You oh, know? yeah,
1: it was sad. Now, I I had suspected strongly that he was going to be one of the people to die in this movie because it just kind of seemed like he his movie kind of started the whole generation of Marvel movies of this universe, you know, and it kind of seemed like a nice bookend that he kind of started it and he finished it. Yeah, you
0: know? I, I felt I, I was pretty sure that they were going to kill off him and... Um, Captain America, even though they didn't really kill Captain America off, but yeah, it kind of ended his story.
1: I suspected something was going to happen to Cap. Now, I was shocked that Natasha died. I was yeah, I not did, expecting I that. Expect
0: that. I didn't expect that. No, I mean, as soon
1: as they showed the two of them there with the soul stone, I knew she was going to be the one to die. I knew she wasn't going to let Clint die because he had his family and she wanted him to go back to his family. But I was shocked that they went there, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I... I don't know. I feel like they never really did as much with her character as they could have.
1: Exactly. And so in some ways, you know, I have to say, especially given that, you know, she's been waiting all this time for a Black Widow movie, which they never made. And they still haven't confirmed if they're going to make or not make. Um, And then Captain Marvel got her own movie. I just felt almost like she was throwing herself off the cliff in despair. Like, well, I'm never getting my own movie anyway. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Might as well end it. Yeah, th- <laughs> I mean, it was a little ironic in that sense, I think, because it just kind of seemed like, well, girl, you paid your dues and you still never got your movie and they're moving on without you. And so, like, Well,
0: I'm out. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to jump off this cliff.
1: Yeah. No, it was very noble, of course, that she she. Saved Clint, and I did like that they put her with Clint. I thought that was a really great pairing for that, since she and Clint had such a history. F- well, they, throughout uh, all yeah, the movies, yeah, and
0: they kind of started together. They in did. the Avengers movie, like she they was really in did. one of the Iron Man movies, but not.
1: Yeah, and she was in Captain America's movie too. She was a lot in the first. She
0: she was just kind of like always hanging out in other people's yeah, movies. Yeah, exactly,
1: like, exactly. So yeah. it's kind of ir- ironic. I feel that she ended up dying, but
0: yeah, but yeah, but, but um. Yeah, it felt good. I, it's kind of like this movie was was kind of handing off the to like mm-hmm. a new generation exactly, like, like the spi- like uh, Tom Holland Spider Man. Yeah, and
1: Captain Marvel, and, and even like Black Panther, and like
0: Strange too. You know. Yeah,
1: Doctor Strange. I could see Scarlet uh, Witch having a pretty powerful storyline in the future too.
0: Yeah, I um, wonder if they'll bring back Vision at some point. Well,
1: so what I read is that they're doing a TV show, but I think it's kind of a what if TV show like from the comics because it's going to be set in the 50s with her they, and Vision.
0: They might be they might be setting that up because in the Have you watched the trailers for the new Spider-Man? No, I haven't yet. Yeah, so so the hint that that they're going to be talking about the the multiverse in the Spider-Man movie. Oh, okay, movies. so it could so just be another universe. That could be a setup yeah. for some of the Disney yeah. streaming shows that they've been. Yeah, talking because about. I think
1: they're supposed to be doing another one too with um, Winter Soldier and
0: Bucky. Or no, uh, Bucky is Winter Soldier, yeah. and
1: uh, the n- what's the guy's Falcon. Name? Falcon, that's yeah. his name. Sam, I knew it was Sam, but Falcon. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So. We'll see. And actually, one thing that kind of surprised me, too, was that given how many kind of side characters have come into play throughout the universe, like the Guardians of the Galaxy, Doctor Strange, all of that, Spider-Man even. Um, it was kind of sweet that this movie really just focused on the original crew of the yeah. Avengers. Yeah. You know, it was really their story more than anybody else's story, even more so than like, um, what was the the one prior to this one called?
0: Um, I can't remember it. it. Infinity War?
1: Yeah, Infinity War. So, yeah. like, Infinity War, you really had a lot going on with the different side characters. but Because, like, the Guardians had their own storyline. Well, a know? lot of
0: them were dead for the majority of this movie. Well, anyways, they are. So. They
1: are. But, I mean, even the ones who aren't dead really didn't come into play too yeah. much.
0: I, I really liked um, Hulk's development. Yeah! This, the, the, uh, him finally... Um, merging his two, his two personalities and yeah. um, th- that and that's a th- that's kind of a throwback to the 90s comic books that's the way the hulk was back then he was kind of like it, it, it was banner and hulk were both like integrated into one mm-hmm. person because That's pretty cool and, like, later on, they did more, like, where there was, like, Professor Hulk, who mm-hmm. was, like, technically, he wasn't Banner, he was a Hulk, but really smart. But this mm-hmm. was, like, really an integration between the Hulk and Banner, yeah, which exactly. I, I thought was cool. I liked him in this movie. I liked his character. He was, like... Yeah, was I thought like, it was pretty cool. He, he was, like, very, uh... He was very, like, grounding for the whole team, as, mm-hmm. like, you know... Yeah. You know, being... It, one of the funniest scenes, I think, is when they go back in time to, mm-hmm. uh to the invasion in new york yeah and he's like he's like he's like uh go smash some stuff on the way he's like oh and he like kind of like Like half-heartedly picks up picks it up and throws it on the ground he's like hulk smash yeah
1: that was kind (laughs) of silly i like that too
0: yeah i really and i i I like this version of hulk a lot i I think some people didn't like it but Mm -hmm. I, i haven't really listen to many of their reasons why people didn't like it, but, uh...
1: I don't know. I think some people are adverse to change, and I think some people who don't like stuff haven't really read the comics at I, all, I and don't see, realize how much crazy stuff happens in the comics.
0: I could see a valid criticism being that there's, like, a lot of development that must have happened bet- in that right. five years that right. wasn't really right gone over, because like, in the comic books, to get to that point, he went through, like, a lot of psychotherapy and uh-huh. stuff. Yeah. But, uh... You know, it's and he just kind of like shows up and at the end of the journey, and you're mm-hmm. like, well, wait, what happened?" Right. But I think for, I mean, as somebody who's like a big fan of the Hulk, it, yeah, you know, and especially the comic books, mm-hmm. and a lot of the different versions of the Hulk over the years, I really like this iteration. And I hope they do another, I'd, I'd like to see them give him like his own movie. Yeah, because,
1: because really it was Ed Norton in the Hulk movie that's in this universe. It wasn't even Mark Ruffalo at all. So yeah, That yeah. would be kind of nice if I, he did get his I own think movie. New,
0: yeah, cause they, and they could do a lot too. Oh, like, yeah. uh You know, there's a lot, I mean, I don't know, the, the Hulk comics are good. Like the, the Hulk comics, one of the few comics that I've I've read a lot of mm-hmm. over the past couple of years. Mortal Hulk uh, I just started reading too that's the latest one that's really oh, okay. good oh, cool. it's kind of like ho- it's more horror and stuff Oh interesting because it's like in in the Immortal Hulk he uh he can only turn into the Hulk at night which is a throwback ah, to the that's original That's funny one oh. and and what happens is if he gets killed during the day he dies but oh. then at night the Hulk takes over and he gets resurrected he comes back to life oh, it's so that's like why a vampire He's like a, the Immortal Hulk he's kind of oh. like a zombie a little bit Okay yeah
1: yeah yeah I could yeah. see that that's pretty cool. It's
0: very cool. I, li- I like yeah. that. That run of of Hulk has been really mm-hmm. good. That's but, cool. Yeah.
1: One thing that surprised me was that Captain Marvel was hardly in this movie. She like, was. She
0: was kind of like, felt like she was included because they needed to include her.
1: I felt like the only reason they had her at all was because they needed somebody to bring Tony back from outer space. And, yeah, she, and the Guardians were already scattered and not in outer space so he was she was the only one to bring them back from outer she was
0: kind of the only one and i was
1: surprised because i thought given that they were doing her solo movie right before this came out i thought that indicated that she was going to have a big role in this and she really didn't
0: yeah i thought she would too i'm yeah i I was kind of disappointed by that like she kind of shows up at the end and yeah thanos like tries to like Realizes that she's stronger than him, but then he uses the power gem to kind of punch her away
1: oh and let's talk for a minute because I read an article how someone said that scene where all the female heroes rally around her was unearned and I completely agree with that it was like remember when they throw off the gauntlet yeah, no, to I,
0: her I, I remember and they're the like she's
1: not going to get there by herself well guess what she didn't get there by herself because she's freaking Captain Marvel she's stronger mm-hmm. than everybody and even when they they showed all these females gathering around her they didn't really do anything she just flew off she's like here I go bye <laughs> Yeah. It was like that. Just was ridiculous. It it felt kind of
0: artificially inserted it so for like because no it's like it's like oh look it's all the women from the yeah. Marvel universe and yeah.
1: women are strong yay. It's I like, hated it. It's, to, to be honest, I hated it.
0: I was like whatever, but seriously, it's interesting it that you didn't really like it because it did seem kind of. It was, was.
1: It was. It was artificial and. Again, it was I felt it was disrespectful to Captain Marvel because she is the strongest superhero and like she didn't need their freaking help, you know? And then also too, what I thought was very interesting was that in Infinity War they actually had a scene that was earned, I would say, where all the females rallied together because they happened to be the only ones in that area of the battlefield. Well and in- it was like I think it was when they were making the run on vision right before vision got yeah, attacked that, well well that one and that was legit and that felt that that felt um authentic i it guess was, is the it word was I'm looking it for. was natural it didn't yeah, feel unnatural. exactly it and wasn't forced it wasn't it it, it felt like
0: in this movie it was done just for fake. the yes. sake of just of for of the sake power. of girl power yes and yeah. i
1: hated it. And that's why I, I think a lot of people it. have been
0: complaining about it. Like and rightfully
1: so. Like, because that is not empowering women. That is actually like belittling women. Like, oh, we have to pat you on the head and ponder to you. Yeah, it's kind of
0: condescending. Like, oh, it was so like, condescending. Oh, women are so
1: So condescending. Yeah. I, I could not Look at all these it. powerful
0: women. I think they expected everybody to like stand up and applaud in the theater when that yeah, happened. Yeah, well, like, you when, know
1: what? Th- we already had that moment in Infinity War, and it was powerful in Infinity Infinity War, but it was also cool because it was just like a natural part of the story. Yeah, you know, and it's like, you know, don't like pat us on the head like where some ignorant little, yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it 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 just seemed mm. awkward to me. Like, yeah, it, it, it was terrible. It just kind of came out of nowhere, it and was terrible. Was like, oh, but I mean, that whole scene was kind of chaotic because you've got like everyone that's been gone all of a sudden just showing up and then it's like, Oh, okay. yeah, but
1: it was like, like what I really thought was well done actually was like when Cap's about to take his final stand and then Sam starts calling him because Sam has just come back to life and he's like on your left and I love that throwback to like the second Captain America movie when like he met Sam and he kept saying oh, yeah. on your left on your left and then they ended that movie with the on your oh, left yeah, yeah. do you remember I did, when I Cap remember. woke up in his hospital bed and he said on your left to Sam
0: yeah I didn't I didn't catch that but mm-hmm. that's and then good. he
1: said on your left and then it was black Black Panther and um, the girls from the Black Panther universe who were there. And I loved that. I thought that was beautiful and perfect and great. And then they tried to do this fakey fake thing with the girls. And I'm like, come on now. What
0: what did you think about uh, Captain America wielding Thor's hammer?
1: was ambivalent about that i know they do it in the comics and i know that when they had that scene in whatever movie it was a couple movies ago that thor did kind of suspect that cap was faking it because the hammer did kind of wiggle for cap yeah so i think thor kind of thought cap was faking it back then yeah but i don't know i kind of don't like anybody but thor wielding his hammer
0: well it's like Cause, Cause, Captain America is such a good guy. It's like, yeah, but... of course he's worthy. But I, it, it was kind oh. of, it was kind of fan service, really. It was yeah. cool though. I, I liked it. it, it was I mean, or... I don't
1: know. And then what I didn't like though was that Cap took Mjolnir with him back to the past. Well, he and...
0: had to, he had to return it to the timeline. He did. With the way they returned all the gems and stuff.
1: Oh, oh, that's right. Because he G- took Mjolnir from the past, yeah, didn't he? C- c- well, oh, Thor... I forgot. Thor when, grabbed when it in Thor the past. When Thor went back, and met I his forgot. Mom, he you're, right. It, you're yeah. right you're right You're that's that why is he where had to take it, it back okay see that confused me because i'm like what cap's just gonna tote around that and then thor really missed that hammer and now he's losing it again <laughs> but i forgot i forgot he had picked it up yeah. i mean i forgot yeah, you're right. Yeah. They and they actually...
0: I'm, I'm impressed that they stuck with the mar- the traditional Marvel view on time travel where it creates splinter yeah. realities. Yeah.
1: And actually, I really liked how they explained it. And I liked that it was so silly with Rhodey and Ant-Man like riffing on the <laughs> time travel movies. Yeah, all movies. the time travel like, movies. That was hilarious. And I thought it was a really funny way to do the exposition and explain it really clearly for people to understand.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I always like... I, I always kind of keep that time travel theory in mind because mm-hmm. I remember very clearly for some reason there was an issue of, um, I don't know if it was the thing specifically his comic book or if it mm-hmm. was, uh, fanta- I'll have to look it up, but if it was a Fantastic Four comic book, but it was yeah. kind of in the early run of Fantastic Four yeah. where um, Reed Richards discovers a cure for the thing's condition oh. that would turn him back into human but oh. the problem is he realizes that the cure would only have worked in his first year of being the thing Oh, so um what what uh thing does is he goes back in time and gives it to himself and cures yeah. himself and then he comes back right and then you know reed richards is there and he goes and he's like, he's distraught. He's like, "What? Why am I? Not, why am I still the thing?" He's like, right. "You don't understand, Ben. You you went back in time and you created a new reality. A reality. When, reality. You, when you changed the yeah. past. You well, won't.
1: actually, and tagging on to that, I read an article with the Russo brothers because someone questioned them and said, "Wouldn't Cap have created an alternate reality when he went back and stayed with Peggy?" And they said, "Yes, he did." And they said yeah. that's one of the unanswered questions that they deliberately left unanswered so, is how did he get back. To this timeline.
0: So he must have like traveled vertically in time back to this universe to.
1: Yeah. And they're kind of leaving that unexplained and the way they said it made you think that maybe they're going to explain that more down the road. Yeah. So um, and, and also like it was clear that Bucky knew that Cap was going to stay with Peggy and it could have just been his intuition or it could have been he knew a little bit more about something. He was letting on. So, but I like that they, the Rooster Brothers, did at least acknowledge that, yes, Cap went to a different timeline than when he stayed with Peggy because I was like, come on, you spent the whole movie explaining how it's an alternate timeline. Like, how is he here? How is he sitting here? How did he get back? So they said, yes, it is an alternate timeline, and we have not yet explained how he got back. So I was like, well, at least they tied up. At least they were consistent with themselves in that they acknowledged that, you know?
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm assuming he traveled to this other dimension to give it to him specifically because he wanted to, but... Yeah, it, and I'm glad that they'll they'll probably deal with that later. So, what do you think of Thor's uh, <laughs> development? In I
1: loved it actually. Yeah. I thought it was really appropriate because he could have killed um, Thanos had he aimed for the head in the last movie. Yeah, and so I think it was pretty powerful that he he was so distraught and guilt ridden over that.
0: Yeah, I I liked his like, I, I liked his. It, him He's living with Korg and yeah, Korg's buddy. I love that too. And Korg's I that still was so alive, funny. and then Korg's playing uh, Fortnite, and he's like, yeah. uh, He's like, "Thor, this guy's making fun of me again." <laughs> he's <laughs> like, "Let me talk to him."
1: <laughs> I know. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> like,
0: like, like Korg's big brother mm-hmm. or something.
1: Mm-hmm. And actually, and then, I like that Valkyrie was still here because they didn't make it clear in the last movie whether Valkyrie had dissolved or not. So I like that she was here.
0: Yeah. They well, they like Korg and Valkyrie were kind of not. Not touched on in, in Infinity War yeah. at all. So everybody was kind of like, well, what happened right, to them? Are they exactly. sti- were they killed when, right. when Thanos assaulted? Oh, or? but you
1: know what? Th- that's what breaks my heart is that it seems like Loki's really dead.
0: Well, he's alive in another reality, at least, because he took the... He re- Remember, they, they screwed up and he took the... Oh, he took the Tesseract. He took the Tesseract and disappeared with it. So I think that, so he
1: didn't get imprisoned in that because reality. I heard that so Tom it Hiddleston been like a whole splinter reality because
0: isn't Tom Hiddleston going to be doing a Loki show on is he doing a Loki on Disney? show I, so
1: maybe it is the splinter reality that he's doing then. Yeah, but still, that was sad that like in this universe, Loki's gone. So
0: well, you never nobody's really well. That's true in
1: the Marvel. People can cross the multiverse. So
0: well, I mean, they bring back people all the time. Oh yeah, the the original Wolverine was dead for like five years or something, and they finally brought him back in the comics. comics, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: like a soap. You can bring anybody back.
0: Yeah. And I, I did like big Lebowski Thor, how he's like, he, he gained all the weight and he's got this huge oh, beard. yeah. <laughs> and even at one point, Stark calls him Lebowski or something at oh, one point. Because okay. he's just kind of walking yeah. around in his robes all yeah. the time being depressed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I'm i sure, uh, what's it, Chris Hemsworth was probably happy to not have to like kill himself working out for yeah, this movie. Seriously.
1: Seriously. I mean, they had obviously padded him and everything, but at least he not yeah, as ripped. He did
0: he didn't have to keep up with exactly like, like his like the Megaturi killer. He looks ripped, diet. Yeah. exactly. Or he's like like yeah. a massive, yeah, jacked beast. Yes, but yeah. So I, I'm I I think overall it it was a satisfactory end to yeah, a very I long like it was satisfying portion portion mm-hmm. of this universe. Um, yeah. And it was interesting that they didn't have anything after the credits. I think that was kind of like significant in that this is kind of the end of a chapter. Yes.
1: And actually in that Russo brothers interview, I read, that's exactly what they said. They said they did that on purpose to show that this chapter was finished and they were finished. And then they're kind of closing the book on this particular chapter.
0: Oh, so they're not. Are the Russo brothers not going to be doing movies? They said they're not Marvel? planning to
1: be doing any more Marvel movies, but you know they're open to the right movie coming along down yeah. the road in the future. They'll never say never, but they're not. planning I'm sure to there's going to the be moment.
0: some major revamps coming for. Yeah, I for would imagine Marvel, especially now that they have access to the X Men. Yeah. And Fantastic Four. I would love to see the, like the next big, like you know. The next big big chapter of Marvel uh-huh. be like based around the Fantastic Four.
1: Yeah, that would be cool if there was actually like a good Fantastic Four. Maybe.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's been a rough road with Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. I, I love I love the Fantastic Four. It's when I was a kid, my brother was really into like the Thing.
1: Oh, okay. And
0: uh, so I like the Fantastic Four. Yeah. And I would really like to see them done appropriately. Mm-hmm. I think the closest was the the one that Fox did. Not the
1: first one, the right? The
0: f- f- first one that Fox officially did. I liked the yeah. the first movie and
1: Yeah, it was a Even bad the actually. second one
0: was kind of hokey. Yeah, it was
1: okay though. It was a lot better than that recent one where it was the like
0: fan-forced Yeah, Yeah, that. When
1: it seemed like half the movie was going to be really good, then all of a sudden they end it in like 2 seconds. Well,
0: yeah, I mean that was like I I think they just gave it to the wrong director cuz he wanted to make like some weird creepy body horror film and they were like a- after he got halfway done, they were like what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> like you, you can't. This, we, we wanted a fun, comic book movie, and you give us this weird, creepy horror thing. So yeah, I don't yeah. know,
1: but it all wasn't right, good. So. Yeah,
0: i'm um, th- I was, I was overall happy with it. Yes, and with so, Endgame, yes. Yeah, with yes. Endgame. So.
1: Oh, so let's talk about Shazam. Shazam is awesome. Awesome. I loved it. Although I have to say it was a lot more emotionally wrenching than I thought it was going to be.
0: Yeah. I was
1: not expecting it to like make me cry.
0: Well, yeah, I didn't expect this like really, you know, touching family story.
1: Yeah. Like Uh, this intense. it was intense with the family stuff.
0: Yeah, it was good. It, I mean it in overall it was yeah, really good well way. done. It,
1: oh yeah, it was totally well done. And
0: I like I like the family relationship with the with the foster family and like, Yeah,
1: I did too. I and, thought like between even just the foster parents and the brothers and sisters, like yeah. it was all really really good, I thought.
0: Yeah, and like the moment where he finally meets his mom and his oh, mom's that was kind of terrible. Kind of a loser. I mean it
1: wasn't poorly done. It was just like heart wrenching. Yeah. It was Oh my God, it was like a knife to the gut. Yeah, that was hard. But, you know, that kind of reminded me that really is the thing with comics that maybe people who don't read comics don't necessarily understand is that comics deal with some gritty issues. You know, the the actual comic books have never really shied away from dealing with really kind of deep and emotionally wrought issues. You
0: know, and I think that's the thing that Marvel does really Mm -hmm. well, that DC tends to not be as good at. And that's probably why I like this movie so much more is because Marvel has always made their money telling stories about characters that are heavily flawed. Like yes. Peter yes, Parker yes. and mm-hmm. you know,
1: Tony Stark, Tony
0: Stark, you know. like all these people with like serious issues yeah. and like, you know, stunted emotionally and, you mm-hmm. know, just trying to deal with life. They're just, they're stories about real people. They're, right. they're really just dramas told about people that happen to, to fight, have crime or whatever, and have or fight crime. Whatever fight crime. Right. Have, have, Yeah. And this movie was really spent a lot of time doing that, which I think made it much better than all the other attempts where like Aquaman is just like this convoluted story that goes on forever. But like you don't really learn anything about any of the characters. Aquaman was like a
1: WCW episode that takes place partially underwater.
0: Yeah. Yeah. that's pretty that's a pretty accurate assessment <laughs> yep. of that movie
1: yep and that's how much depth the characters had I mean there are, yeah wCW has storylines and it has characters but that's about as much depth as it has you yeah. know but no Shazam was really good it really dove into the deeper Dynamics and like even the dynamic Between the two main character Kids like you know like how they Really had like a fraught relationship with Each other well that was like like, the best part
0: Of the movie Mm -hmm. was the relationship between them And and how and like the whole Storyline where like this guy is Spending years and years and years trying to find The perfect person to To take up the role of Shazam. Oh, yeah, the wizard trying to find know. the perfect person. And, right. and he just fails over and over again until yeah. eventually he's forced to give it to Billy.
1: Yeah, pretty much because he's out of time. And
0: Billy yeah. basically starts out, spends the first half of the movie screwing it up. Yeah. But then eventually yeah. grows to be that hero. And that's, that's a really good story. Mm-hmm. To tell and, and, and like that's the kind of stuff that that none of the other DC movies have done. Yeah, like I agree like there was that. no the depth that was in this movie was uh, even well, in, except
1: maybe Wonder Woman. What well, well, Wonder, Wonder
0: Woman. Woman was okay, but it it wasn't oh. nearly as good as this was. At, yeah, at oh, d- telling those kind of stories because oh, when you Wonder think Wonder Woman was great, I mean it was it was good, but like there wasn't that much character development in Wonder Woman. You well, know, like like Wonder Woman herself had character development, but like nobody else really did.
1: I don't know about that. I'll have to rewatch it, and yeah, we can comment on that maybe next next podcast. Yeah, but Cause I'm I, trying to think if Steve did didn't didn't Steve have some? Yeah, but then he died at the end. Well, but that doesn't mean he didn't have <laughs> character development.
0: Yeah, so but I mean it was only those two. But where this no, like you've what got what
1: about what about her her troop who fights with her? They had some character Who development going on there. Oh, yeah. And there was some stuff, like, from the war, World War One guys that she was fighting oh, with yeah, and all yeah. that. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. All right. And then, Fair like, enough. the
1: Amazons and, like, the stuff with her mom and then the Commander General. And yeah. I mean, there I, was I, a lot going I, on in I,
0: I think it was definitely better than any of the other previous DC Non-Wonder movies. Non-Wonder Woman movies, yes. Yeah, non-Wonder <laughs> Wonder Woman movies. But Shazam really hit the right balance of, like, like entertaining, fun mm-hmm. comic book movie. Right. And, you know like engaging drama that yeah that tells a story about real people that seem real you know yeah i agree whereas uh, all the other dc movies w- with the exception of wonder woman have just been these like dumb meandering stories yeah. about not about whatever that don't really have any input like you can't even remember what happened in them after you watched the movie like i can't remember any of the events of superman v batman no i know they fought and Not i know really. lex Luthor did something but it's like i can't
1: both it, of their moms were named martha yeah that's uh, like the only thing that, i remember that was the most <laughs>
0: emotional that, that was as emotional as i <laughs> your mom's named martha too
1: i'm like really is that for real that your moms are both named martha i'm yeah, like did you just make that up for the movie or was that in the comics
0: that's Zack snyder uh, yeah uh, character development for you yeah yeah so but yeah shazam i i I hope i hope very enjoyable i hope this can start every time i see a good dc movie i'm like i hope this means that they're gonna start having good dc movies now i
1: know and i don't know i know they've already filmed wonder woman 2 but it was a different writer it's the same director but a different writer so i'm a Mm. little concerned let's just say i'm a little hesitant well i think
0: i think they're kind of like all wanting to kind of restart the the super. Well, cool. they but, all want
1: to, but do they succeed? Yeah, that's the question.
0: Well, I know they want they want to imitate Marvel's success. They just don't seem to know how to do it. Yeah. You know, and they they keep having these one offs that are good. Now, maybe with the new Suicide Squad being directed by James Gunn, you never know.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's cause true. did we
0: ever talk about James Gunn? Co- I think we did last episode. How he's coming back to coming Yeah, back I think we guardians. talked about that yeah. last
1: episode. Yeah, Yeah. and now, um, what about that Joker movie that they had the previous? Oh yeah, have you have
0: you seen the trailer for it?
1: Yeah, we saw it together in the theater, babe.
0: Oh okay. (laughs) Well, I had seen it before that. Yeah, but we saw
1: it in the theater together.
0: Um, It looks, it looks good.
1: Yeah, Um, I'm going to cautiously say it looks good, and I would say it at the very least. I like that they're doing something different with the Joker that we haven't seen before. Yeah, and that they're dealing more with his origins prior to criminal life or whatever.
0: Yeah, I I'm honestly when I heard they were doing an origin story for Joker, I was not interested at all. Now, mm-hmm. Joaquin Phoenix is really good. He's a really good actor, so right. if anybody could do it, I would think he could. And I do like that this isn't, I mean, this is way better than Jared Leto's Joker for sure.
1: Yeah, and I like that it's not the same old, same old. I mean, you might not have interest in an origin story, but I feel like they have done Joker and Batman to death at this point. Oh, they so have, I like, like that at least it's a different take on it, you know? it's At least it's something fresh. That's all I can say. It's something fresh from an angle that they haven't done before in a film. So, you know... Yeah,
0: I mean, what I've seen of it, it looks good. I'm, I'm hesitantly optimistic <laughs> about it. I think yeah. it's about, like, every DC movie that's going to come out. I'm hesitantly optimistic. <laughs> it's good. It means I hope it's good. I hope uh-huh. it's good, but I'm yeah. not going to hold my breath. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, yeah. And we saw the new Star Wars trailer, too. Oh,
1: did yeah, you we did. Yeah, 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 yeah. We saw that.
0: So Lando's got the Millennium Yay! Falcon back. Somebody pointed out that, like... Uh, I think it was in, in Solo. Lando says at one point, he's like, he's like I'm going to get that ship back. And Han goes over my dead body.
1: Oh, ouch, <laughs> ouch. But truthfully, that was over Princess Leia's dead body. Because had Carrie Fisher not died in real life, they weren't planning on having Lando come back for the third oh, movie. Oh, really? Yeah. They only got him on board because she died. Oh, I know. I'm
0: surprised he wasn't in. I
1: know. TV. Like that kind of hurts my feelings that they weren't planning to have him in it. Prior did they, did to her they dying? ask
0: him and he wasn't interested or they didn't ask him? I don't think they even him? asked him. Why not? I don't know. That's Cuz they
1: don't appreciate what he brings to the universe. His yeah. glam well. and his well I'm glad oh, he's no. I'm glad he's gonna I'm glad be he's in, it. in it. I am really glad he's in it.
0: I mean I, I don't understand why he wasn't before. I, but
1: I agree with that. I think they could easily have brought him in before.
0: Yeah. And but s- sad yeah. news, Pe- Peter Mayhew passed away. Oh
1: yeah, Chewbacca, the original Chewbacca. Yeah, he yeah. was
0: he was a really cool dude. He used to comment on Reddit all the time. Oh really? Yeah, oh, that's cool. He had like an account. He would like sign every every time he would post something, it'd say be like Peter mehu you know actor who played Chewbacca or whatever Oh, but he was a really he was a really cool guy a lot, a lot of people had a lot of really nice things to say about him it's oh, sad that he passed him yeah. f- I wonder how old he was
1: uh, I feel like not that old which is kind of he didn't, scary he
0: didn't look like you. I
1: think feel it I feel like either late 60s or early somewhere between the 60s and early 70s maybe even only 60s yeah
0: he doesn't oh 74 but
1: 74 oh that's older than I thought but I think he had a heart attack
0: yeah, that's still not it that still old. It still feels
1: young. Isn't that sad? I think that shows how much older the, we are yeah, getting seriously. that we don't think 74. I'm like, that's oh, that's not that old. 74, that's oh, only dear. like 34 years I away. <laughs> I'm like, Dang. Yeah. Yeah. I'm frightening. So,
0: it's yeah. Uh, we keep losing more and more Star I Wars know. actors. I,
1: I am torn up about this last Star Wars movie, though, because I don't know. It just, it, it just feels so messed up that Carrie Fisher is gone. And that they yeah. couldn't finish her arc, you know, because they were planning to have this whole third movie be Leia's story. And
0: well, she is in it for they
1: did actually end up putting her in it. Yeah. At first, they weren't sure they were going to, but they put her in it somehow. And they somehow said they wrapped up her storyline with a fitting send off is what I've heard. But well, I don't good. know how they're planning. And this to movie do that. this
0: movie is back to being uh, what's his name? The guy did the first one.
1: Oh, okay good. It's
0: not not that Ryan Johnson Gosh. guy who did the second one.
1: that second one was ridiculous it was, I mean it was the, not it, it did not feel like a Star Wars movie because it just felt like a slapstick comedy I've,
0: I've been watching too many videos about how bad that movie is yeah, and it's really like
1: well, and I have to say, as someone who reads a lot of fan fiction, it was lifted entirely from the fan fiction forums, which is sad that it's is that sad. is pretty
0: bad and, and you
1: know what else too people who write fan fiction obviously they don't make money on it because that would be illegal because it's copyrighted material but if you're going to steal somebody's ideas and storylines and writings who is a fan fiction writer they should be paid for that work like that is their or, work that you lifted like, steal,
0: and put into the movie. Steal a good story. Yes. Don't, don't steal don't a story steal about like
1: a Raylo shipping story. Like, come on. And like,
0: like, don't steal a story where you run out of gas in space. And I know. They, these, the star destroyers can't catch up with the ships. I like, know. It's just such. It is so much nonsense. Oh in that my movie. goodness! It was, it was like,
1: nonsense. It was oh. And somebody
0: <laughs> pointed out too, like that that whole like. In scene where they're defending the bunker or whatever and they're uh-huh. like it shows them all in the trench outside of the bunker and he's like why don't they all just sit behind the wall why are they all like just sitting there out in the open waiting to die yeah like you have this giant wall and then you have a bunch of ships that just run out at them and basically do nothing yeah yeah
1: yeah it was a mess so I do think that is good at least that they gave it back to the first guy
0: yeah I, I can't, what's his name what,
1: what? I don't know
0: what was it? The last? Wait, no. What's the name of the new one? Star Wars uh, Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Something which is like weird. That.
1: I don't know. I still think Ray might end up being Luke's kid. There have been a lot of theories about that. And people think that Kylo might have been lying to her in the second movie about who her parents were when he says they were nobodies. I but see, then that would be really incestuous if she was Skywalker's kid and she and Kylo are having this whole little romance thing going on. Well it's
0: not really a romance, like it's not like
1: it was kind of a romance.
0: I mean it it it's was it's not like they were making out or anything. But no,
1: but it's 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 kind of a romance. It's not brotherly. JJ
0: Abrams, that's the guy.
1: Yeah, it's it's not brotherly sisterly love. Yeah. It's it's all the shipping fan fiction come to life. I mean, so I don't know. I, in some ways, I think it would have been a lot more interesting if they kept it the way it was in the first movie, yeah. and she could have been Luke's.
0: I hope they do something better with Finn in this in this movie. I know
1: they really didn't do anything. They, they really did wrong. With him well, in yeah, the last like, movie. they just kind
0: of turned him into a bumbling idiot, and I'm like, yeah. I
1: don't,
0: I don't and want him to be. And they just kind of
1: like threw a little side story at him just because they needed something to get him in the movie, which was sad. It was like it was it was not like a legit purposeful storyline for him you yeah, know it was just a it's mess. like a throwaway story
0: that whole movie was just a mm-hmm. mess and i hope hope we get something better with the, with the yeah. final installment
1: i know but i'm not mm, i'm not entirely hopeful <laughs> <laughs> i just don't oh, know i feel like it's kind of gotten too messy and then with carrie fisher being dead too i just feel like i don't really know
0: yeah i, I don't know i'm kind of I'm kind of whatever on Star Wars these yeah. days. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll,
1: I'll be interested to see it. I do want to see it. I don't want to sp- have spoilers I or mean, whatever, at this point, like, but... I feel like
0: I have to go see it. Yeah. Like, I've watched every movie this far. Like, yeah, and I want to see how it wraps quit. up. Don't quit now.
1: Exactly. I want to see how it wraps up. But, uh, yeah, I'm not... Hmm...
0: Oh, the new Pokemon movie's coming oh, out. Yeah. this week. we're yeah. <laughs> gonna
1: see it Saturday too. <laughs> Pikachu, detect, Detective Pikachu, right? Yeah, yep. <laughs> I'm excited about that.
0: Yeah, that that looks pretty good. Oh, did you see the Sonic trailer?
1: No, I didn't see oh, the Sonic it, it, trailer. Oh,
0: so apparently,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so the Sonic trailer came out, and he no, looks, is it live action or what? It's live action, and Sonic and it's not
1: animated. Is it live action like Pokemon, where it's like 2D yeah, animation? Yeah, it's like
0: yeah, but like.
1: Also, some human actors in it.
0: Yeah, and okay. and the pro- well, the coolest thing about it is they got Jim Carrey playing Doctor Robotnik.
1: Oh, really?
0: Yeah, and he's he doing hasn't been like in any movies he's, in
1: like forever.
0: He's doing like the classic like Jim Carrey oh, kind of character. He but needs to get
1: back to that.
0: Sonic looks looked so bad in oh, the movie. Really? Like his eye, like let me oh. he just looked. Terrible. Well, you can show me after, we yeah, I'll show you. But, but like, yeah, the, like his proportions were weird. Oh, and, weird! And the internet was just like savage <laughs> about it. Like, <laughs> like a lot of people with yeah. like, here I fixed it for you, and they like did like tweaks to make him look more like like uh-huh. actual Sonic and not like uh-huh. some weird, strange child in a blue suit. Like, yeah. And uh, so they actually came out and said, "Okay, we understand you don't like this design. We're going to redo it."
1: Really, they're yeah, actually going to change they're it. They're going to
0: change it because I, I'm pretty sure a lot of the effects probably are not completed.
1: Oh yeah, that's probably true.
0: They they tend to they they'll usually do the first like trailer while they're still in post production. Yeah yeah yeah. And if it's, I I would imagine if if they're doing all CGI, they can yeah go back update and the it. model and re render mm-hmm. everything and probably yeah. not be that that difficult to do but yeah it looked really creepy and
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at some pictures I'm oh it's right so now. creepy oh my god that's and, funny. and the
0: guy they got to do uh the voice of sonic is john ralphio from, oh, parks, from and parks and rec, and
1: rec. oh now yeah, that is funny yeah, him uh, and Jim Carrey together—that ought to be pretty good.
0: Jim Carrey looks pretty good. I, yeah, I, I, the rest of the movie—I I don't know—looks kind of like yeah. garbage. But yeah, I, if they if, if they actually go back and make him look better, it could be a good movie. It's interesting. I I'm I'm surprised that they actually agreed to go back and change it.
1: Well, I mean, if they saw that the movie was going to bomb, yeah. because people are already ripping it to shreds. Now, I mean, if only
0: we could get Disney to stop remaking all of their cart cartoons. That would be great, too. What do you mean? Like, uh, have you seen the Aladdin trailer?
1: Oh, you mean making them into live-action <laughs> yes. movies? Yeah. The
0: Yeah. And the also, creepy, excuse me, but how is... Will Smith. Is, how
1: is Lion King live-action? It's just CGI. It's not live-action. Like, those aren't real animals. Like, come yeah, on. They,
0: come on, Disney. Come you, on. you should have used real just animals. Just call it, like,
1: CGI. Don't call it live-action. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean...
1: And frankly, the original Lion King was so classic. Like I, I don't think there's if they any were doing way anything can live up to it. If they
0: were doing something interesting with these movies, other than yes, doing shot-for-shot shot exactly, remakes that exactly. are worse than the original, yeah. I would be more on board with it. But like all of them have been basically shot-for-shot shot remakes, um, done poorly worse by worse with, actors with additional scenes that are bad. Like yep. it's 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 just mm-hmm. not it's it's not worth. The Beauty and the Beast one
1: was so boring. And the animated Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorite movies ever. And the live action one was so god-awful boring. It was like, oh, you said the exact same line that they say in the animated movie, but the animated actor said it 10,000 times better than you did.
0: Uh, Well, I've kind of, (laughs) I've, I've always said this. And like they
1: left out like key little character development pieces and stuff too. And it was just like so bad.
0: Yeah, well, I I've always kind of said like don't ever remake a movie that has over ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes because you're just going to oh yeah make a worse version of that oh, movie absolutely. like like if, if if a movie has been that well mm-hmm. liked right like the Carrie Dude, remake alone. they remade Carrie it was like, oh
1: I know and like they remade um Psycho they remade what was that oh Total Recall like these are movies that were classics. In their original version, like you don't remake something like that. Come on.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's yeah. just a bad idea. So what's Lion King on? What I'm I wondering what the original Lion King has on IMDb. Oh, I don't know. Uh, it's ninety three percent. Yeah. See. Don't see? don't do it. It's not worth it.
1: <laughs> but anyway, is that about wrap us up for tonight?
0: Yeah, that's we went kind of long because we had a lot to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we did, and uh, we had a lot of stuff. If you guys like our podcast and Want to support us? Think about supporting one of our charities. Small Angels Rescue is a Frederick County, Maryland based 501c3 nonprofit, no kill, all volunteer organization dedicated to rescuing and rehoming gerbils, guinea pigs, hamsters, mice, and rats. Yes, And they're looking for volunteers if you're are interested always, in the area. Always. If you live in the Maryland, D.C. area. They need a mouse coordinator right now.
1: Yeah, they need a couple coordinators, and they can always use foster parents. So if mm-hmm. you're interested in being like a rat foster parent, you can definitely do that as well. Um, and, of course, you can support Extra Life, which I think Matt is going to sign up for this I, year. I'm going to. I okay, need he's to planning get to. So that supports oh. your local children's hospital, and um, it's a... 24 hour streaming marathon, although you don't have to do 24 hours straight. And you can either pledge money to someone who is streaming, like Matt, or you can stream yourself and get friends and family to donate to your local children's hospital.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: All right. Oh, and as always, if you need a ratty bonding pouch, you can order it from our Etsy shop, The Nerdy Rat, all one word, and made by moi. (laughs) And I think that's about it, right? Yep. That's it. Okay. We're done. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.